welcome to Inside the Madhouse, your source for all things Southern Oregon Spartans hockey. On the ice, in the locker room, all the way around the rink, we take you behind the scenes of your very favorite hockey club. And now, your hosts, Coach Martin and Marco. And that's right, Spartan Nation, we are back. Inside the Madhouse, episode Guy Lafleur. This is going to be an absolute beauty of an episode. Coach, Bree, how are we guys doing? Good, good. I'm going to be sad when we get to episode 100 and we have no... Right. I said when we get to 100 because, you oh, know, yes. uh, this crew here, we, we if we say we're going to do something, we're, we're going to do it. Yep. It's going to happen. There's no dilly-dally. It's, uh, we were talking about this earlier. Is, uh, you know, we mentioned an idea, and before we can even think about it or talk about it too long, it's done, and we're already talking about the next phases of it. So yeah. I, I just love that about, about us and just about the Spartan Nation, how we're doing it, you know? Yeah, we're impatient. Yeah. <laughs> we, we like to just get it done right away. Absolutely. Just, uh, just go for it, you know? And um, yeah, we've had a heck of a week in uh, Spartan Nation. So much new news. I say that every week, but it's the absolute truth. We, uh, it doesn't stop. There's never a dull day. There's, I can't oh. remember a day where some new development hasn't happened. So Yeah, it's yeah. definitely a full-time thing. I mean, you know, I, I wear a lot of different hats and, you know, I try to take pride in each one of them. But, you know, I'm truly living the dream and, and living, you know, my best life. And this is, this is the career path that I've always dreamt of. So, Absolutely. Same way. This is a, an absolute dream. It's uh, so much fun. And and we're still in the off season, you know. So I mean, we're once hockey gets uh, back in, it's just going to be even that much more, you know. But it's wonderful to have this time introduce the entire cast and crew of the Spartan Nation. Uh, just talk about what we're planning for the year and um, and share this hockey, you know, three hundred sixty five days, three hundred sixty six this year. So yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and like you said, um, when we were um, interviewing our guests uh, for this week, which I guess I'll, I'll let you intro them. Um, but you said it's it's a nice lead up to the season, you know, so we don't have to. You know, throw in Caitlin one week or throw in Rob one week. Like, right. everyone's going to know the the staff and, and our program before we head into hockey season. I think the podcast will switch over into more of, uh, you know, hockey focus. You know, right now it's kind of on a human level of, right. of introducing ourselves and our philosophies and, and all that stuff. So it, it's a good good running. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, we're, we're setting the stage and there's so many more wonderful episodes of inside the madhouse to come and can't wait to that hundredth one can't wait to that 300th one that will be our flagship episode so that'll be that'll be wonderful but uh moving into what happened this past week and just kind of some of the developments um brie why don't you catch us up on a little bit of uh some of the runnings so i'm gonna let dylan start this one off because uh last week was father's day so yeah so on sunday it was father's day we had a nice little father's day post and um you know, the, the bond between um, a young hockey player and, and his father is, is pretty special. You know, I think um, a lot of times we, we talk about hockey moms and what they do, and, and they do an incredible amount. But um, definitely shout out to all the hockey dads out there. You know, I just remember growing up, um, being on the road, you know, every weekend with, with my father. You know, we, we had some really in-depth conversations, and, you know, that's really where, you know, our bond came from was – you know, all those miles, you know, going around Wisconsin, Illinois, Minnesota, Michigan. And uh, you just, you create some really good memories um, on the road with, with your dad. So definitely a very special day for, for myself. And uh, it's nice to go back and reflect on all those years, you know, you, you spend, you know, with, with your father and, and it, it's pretty nice. 
Absolutely. Stick taps to all the papas out there, most definitely. And uh, what, a, what, a, what a wonderful picture you just painted, Coach. I gave me the feels, man. I love that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, so next up, we had uh, Monday, you know, was the release of our episode. And this one, I think, kind of uh, pushed a lot of buttons for some people, <laughs> we'll say. So um, we got a lot of nice responses about it. You know, a lot of um, people who kind of understood our side of the story and just appreciated the fact that, you know, it's, it's not all one path. And, and they like that we notice that, recognize that, and are kind of fostering that for, for different kids. So we got um, a phone call this week. Did you want to touch on that? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, we always say like, oh, man, we got such good response from, you know, episode three of players and agents. And they're, hands down, this was the best response we, we've ever had to, yeah. to an episode. Um, I think it was kind of a, a two punch episode. You know, we had you know our opinions on you know something that happened during the week, and then we had this great guest, yeah. Aiden. You know, really opened up his heart and and poured it out to to the listeners. And what an amazing kid! What what an amazing uh, future he he has for himself. And we actually did get a phone call um, this week um, out of the blue uh, from someone that um, is in uh, adjacent. Uh, yeah, yeah, with, <laughs> the situation. With, with this situation. Yeah. And uh, reached out and said, we do not condone that. Uh, I just wanted to reach out to you and say that we are going to right the, the wrong that happened. And we didn't even ask for this. Right. You know, like he came out of the blue and said, I heard about the situation. We're going to handle it. You know, we, and we don't condone this. And behavior. essentially, you know, to grow hockey in Oregon, we all have to be on the same page. We're all on the same team in this case, right? 100%. And that's what we're all working towards. Yeah. So, so it's it good. It's yeah. done. It's done. Yeah. The situation <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's see. The next day we talked about looking for um, sponsorships, advertising. You know, this podcast is really kind of surpassing what we thought it was going to. We just kind of, yeah, Booming. we kind of started it thinking like, oh, here it is for the parents, you know that kind of thing. And it's, it's really taken off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, over 1500 views. Yeah. Um, listens. Uh, sorry. Listens. <laughs> um, in, in 12 different countries. Um, it's, it's really taken off. So. Yeah. And we've kind of, Marco, did you want to talk about, um, kind of the diversity? Do you have those stats or do you want me to? Yeah, no, it's, it's a uh, really neat. The, um, the breakdown as far as, uh, geographically, um, mm-hmm male and female, you know, it's age groups. It's really, really neat. Like pretty much all across the board. Um, you know, we're right now on, um, we're getting uh, most of our, our listens on Spotify and the close second is, um, Apple. Um, but you know, it's really neat to see all the different age groups that, uh, we're listening. We have a lot in the 18 to 22, a lot in the 28 to 34, also a lot in the 45 to 59, you know, so we're, um, we're really, I feel like it's a, a an open dialogue with so many people of varied experiences. And, you know, this is a village, you know, the, the Spartan nation is a family. So we can all, you know, through this dialogue, share the benefit of each other's experiences. And um, we get a bit into that in uh, the interview today, which is an absolute banger. Um, 62% male and 31% female, which is a wonderful split, you know, like that's a, uh, that's great, you know, cause we're, we're talking, you know, so many different things. We're talking hockey, but we're talking life, you know, and, um, And that's of interest to humans, you know? I think that's wonderful. I think it's kind of validating, right, for what we're Mm -hmm. doing. Yeah. We have to do this one thing and it's working. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, if, if any of the listeners out there um, do, do want to advertise, you know, their brand or their company, um, just know that, you know, our, our audience is very diverse, you know, whether you're in the Rogue Valley, whether you're not, um, you know, we can definitely provide, you know, some advertising and some return on, on your investment. Absolutely. I'm glad you mentioned that coach too, because it's absolutely, you know, here within the Rogue Valley, uh, within Oregon, but also internationally, you know, we're getting a lot of international listens. Um, 16% of our uh, listeners are in Canada, 2% are in um, Sweden, and then various, you know, country by country. Uh, We'd like to say grazie to our new listeners in Italy. Um, Very (laughs) excited to have Michele Vignoli back. Uh, That's going to be Anyone who's seen him play um, is just thrilled over the moon to, to have him back here in Sparta. So, yeah, we, we're, we're so happy to have him. We'll actually publish a little uh, uh, list of some of the countries that we're being listened to in because I think it's, uh, that's pretty interesting, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So coming off, you know, McKelly, our next post was a, n- a new Spartan that we're going to have this year. We had to go north of the border for this one. So we've got Sebastian coming on board. Yeah, he's a, he's a great kid. Um, he, he listens to every podcast. Him and his father, uh, Perry, uh, listen to uh, every episode. Um, he, he's a great kid. He, he's kind of a stay-at-home defenseman, so you, you really need, you know, one, two, three of those, you know, in your lineup. Uh, it's nice to match a, a stay-at-home guy with basically like a two-way guy, you know. Mm-hmm. So then you can allow your two-way guy to, you know, rush the puck up and, and play his game knowing that, you know, he has support you know, on the weak side or on the back side. So he's going to fit in just fine. Uh, he's, he's kind of on the younger side. Uh, he's 17, but he's built. I mean, he takes boxing classes. I mean, he, he's, he's a big boy. Um, so we're really excited for him, and we think he's going to be a huge part of, uh, of our roster moving forward. And I talk to his dad uh, probably weekly, <laughs> which is great. You know, we, we talk hockey. We talk Spartans. Well, and- speaking of that, I wanted to say something really funny that you learned from Perry was that they oh. sell hockey tape at Costco up in Canada. <laughs> yes. Because he was like, who do you guys have for hockey tape? Like, I, I can go to Costco and send some down with him. And we're like, they sell that at the Costco there? And he's Amazing. like, "Amazing, yeah, of course they do. <laughs> and, he's, um, and he's helping other players already. You know, yeah. So Sebastian has a couple friends that will be coming with him. Um, he's you know, offered to, to buy some sticks for some players. He's going to send down uh, Sebastian with some extra gear for the boys. So wow. he's, he's on board. I mean, not just him, his family is on board with, with becoming a Spartan and, and enjoying their time down here and helping in any way possible, which is, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Welcome to Sparta, Sebastian. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so another way that we're looking to keep listeners kind of involved that might be missing – game nights is we started a Spotify playlist. So I got with Dawn a couple weeks back and I said, Hey, can you just send me a list of the songs that you kind of have in rotation? So we started that. Um, there's a link to it in the bio on our Instagram, if you want to take a listen and we're going to be, he sent me a long, long list. So we're going to be updating that on Fridays sliding into the season, essentially. And relive the weekend experience of the Spartans uh, through Spotify. It's, uh, it's a great playlist, too. And selected by none other than Bree and the big man, Don Hurley. That's going to be a wonderful thing. And also look out for an Apple Music uh, counterpart to that as well coming here by, uh, within the next week, I'd say. That's perfect. Thank you for doing that, by the way. Absolutely. And then today, well, first I, wa- I want to say, well, not the big news, but first I want to say it's Cheryl's birthday. We want to say happy birthday to happy Cheryl. Happy birthday, Cheryl. Yep. Shout out to her. Um, but it's also our one year anniversary of owning the team. Yeah. That is amazing. 
I can't believe it. <laughs> I mean, wow. all the, just look back at, you know, all the ups and downs. And, you know, I think Bree, she made a, an incredible post the other day of that, you know, we're learning from our downs, you know, yeah. they're, they're going to happen. Um, and we're really enjoying our, our you know, so um, yeah, we, we've been having fun doing this and it's crazy to think, you know, I'm done recruiting now, right? right. Now, a year ago, I was starting recruiting today. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. man, that was just a, an incredible two and a half, three months to get all that together. Plus, you know, um, you know, our sponsorship packets, uh, what we're offering for advertising, meeting figuring, the volunteers, meeting the volunteers, what they all do. figuring out ticketing. I mean, it just it didn't stop. And right. It, it was a lot of work, but you know, if I could back up to, to one year ago today, you know, when we signed the papers to, to own this franchise, if I was to know that I would be where I'm at today, I mean, I would be so thrilled. Right. You know, so happy with not only, you know, myself and my wife, but, you know, the entire Spartan community and nation, you know, we, we made it, you know, it, it, yeah. was, it was a tough year, but we're, we're still going. We, we got a full roster. We're expecting, you know, the sponsorships to come back, you know, we'll, <laughs> We just keep on getting thrown curveballs. Well, I want to say, I think we learned a lot. The way that last year played out last season, I think we learned a lot more from that than if it had been this, like, picture-perfect season, yeah, right? right? Like, what, what would we have gotten out of that, really? Yeah, absolutely. Right. We, we've learned so much. Yeah. Know? It would have been streamlined, but you wouldn't have, like, gathered any of this extra vital information, you know? And, and, exactly. I, and I, sh- I share that sentiment. This, you know, this time a year ago, roughly – all of us in the Spartan nation had no idea if we were going to have a season this year, you know, and you guys stepped in and saved the day. And if I'm, if I'm looking back a year ago, I couldn't imagine being on episode 10 of a wonderful <laughs> podcast that we're having a blast with. And um, just all the wonderful things uh, that we're doing. This is such an alive, um, vibrant, vibrant hockey team, you know, and just uh, on every level, you know, and um, a year ago could not have pictured this, you know, this is, this is absolutely wonderful. Yeah. And like, you know, it's, it's very stressful, you know, at times, but yeah. you know, we, we enjoy the fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and if you, if you, if you have ownership that, that enjoys, you know, being in the trenches, being right. in the mud, you know, fighting through adversity, then there's no reason that, that we can't make this into, you know, the, the top of the top of the top for, for programs. So yeah, it's, I, I could talk about it all day and, you know, maybe that's why we started this podcast. So I can just right. talk about myself. Yeah, exactly. I've listened to it. I don't, it's not just me. Because <laughs> it's it's so exciting, you know. It's uh, I mean, heck, this is this is awesome, you know. And congratulations uh, to both you and for all of us to to have you know this wonderful hockey organization that we love so much, you know. And also a day before that, I hope you don't mind my mentioning, but uh, that was the day that uh, Dylan made the best decision of his life, the one that will bring him the most happiness and joy over the years. And he proposed to Bree. And congratulations to you both. I'm wishing you many, many more happy years. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. That means a lot. Absolutely. So there, I noticed a picture yesterday on, um, on Facebook, and it was a wonderful picture of Dylan in full hockey gear presenting a ring to Bree. And I had to hear the exact story about... Um, how that, that picture came to be taken. And uh, why don't you guys just let, let the Spartan Nation know, because it's so beautiful. Well, it, it's a kind of a long story, and it starts off with, with kind of a, a down note. Um, you know, one, one of my best friends uh, passed away a couple of years ago, and um, he was a character. We, we called him, his last name was Miller. So we called him the Miller Show, because when he showed up to the locker room, it's 
it's his <laughs> world. You know what I mean? Right, he, right. He put smiles on everybody's faces. He, he was a clown. You know, he was just a really, really good guy, really funny guy. So that was kind of his nickname was the Miller Show. You know, the show is now here. So after he passed on. away, yeah, after he <laughs> passed away, Bree and I put together a charity tournament, um, kind of in his memory, and we did uh, five successful uh, years uh, doing the event, and we, we get a lot of stuff donated and do like a raffle, and so that was the second second year, yeah. second year that we did it. Um, so we go out on the ice, we, we pull the tickets and announce who won what, and uh, before we pulled tickets, I. Uh, went up to my mom. My mom gave me the ring. I put it in my my breezers. And, so it smells uh, great. Yeah, yeah. And uh, went out center ice and proposed in front of you know a hundred of our of our friends. You know, yeah. it, it was a really cool moment. Yeah, and it's it was so nice. Beautiful. You know, my mom and my sister had mm-hmm. come up um, under the guise of coming to the tournament. Um, your dad and your mom yeah. and your brother my brother was there yeah Yeah, they all came down so it was nice you know we had a lot of especially being in Chicago and both of our families my family was in New Mexico his family was up in Wisconsin so we had everyone there we had all of our friends it was it was really nice and you know we really miss we like doing the Miller show that's another thing right it's a lot of that was a lot of stress a lot of work (laughs) but the payoff in the end was so much fun I think that prepared us for for our career in in doing this with Spartan and I remember one time you told me um, game days are just like doing the Miller show. Yeah. You know, it, it's hectic, it's chaotic, but at the end of the day, it's so much fun. You know, it, it's, it's, it's an event, you know, every right. week we throw a Miller show, you know, yeah. which is right. really cool. You can follow the Miller show on, on Facebook as well. Yep. Yes. Definitely <laughs> check out the Miller show. And, you know, we we're, we're sending our, our honoring and love to the Miller show every time the boys touch the ice and every other day as well. That's a, that's a beautiful story. I, I absolutely love that. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. Well done guys. And we, we, the first donation was to, Oh, Chicago hockey initiative, which is like mm-hmm. a underprivileged hockey players in Chicago. Second year was. I don't even remember now. Second year was. <laughs> fuck. I forget what the second year was, but it, Oh, uh, Matt, oh, Matt. Oh, yeah, Matt Olson. The Chicago Cougars, they're in the USPHL as well. Yeah. yeah. And he, um, I don't know if he's a defenseman or what, he's but he was behind the net and he was just that right amount away from the boards, went head first in the boards, and now he's paralyzed. And he was like yeah. 18. Yeah. So oh. he's paralyzed from the, the uh, neck down. Neck down, yeah. Oh, my God. He donated to him. And then mm-hmm. it was like every year something happened. So, Matt Olson happens, we donate to him. The next year, I had a teammate who had a son uh, and was diagnosed with cancer. And the cancer went away and it came back and it was just tragic. But he passed away at like three years old. No, no, no. Oh, so he was, he was, no. Mason was six. Yeah, he was. Six? Yeah, look at him. Okay, he was a little bit older. Anyways, he got um, a make a wish. Uh, they oh. went to like Disney World or something. So we and then he got to be on the ice. Remember, and he got to be on the ice. Yeah. So we donated to Make a Wish in his memory, and he passed away. I think like the, the week day, of. I want to say the day before. Or was, his funeral was the day, was the day before. before. So did that fourth year Chicago Special Hockey. Chicago Special Hockey, which was sick. Oh my yeah. god! Oh my god! The These, best. Oh, I mean, everyone had a cognitive uh, disability. Right. And they, they all came out with their jerseys and we had so much fun with them. Like it was awesome. Like wow. couldn't, couldn't speak more highly about them. And then we, we haven't done a fifth year. No, we did a fifth year, but I don't remember what it was for. Oh, wait, no. 
don't know, it's for something. Oh, for Coulter. Oh, yeah. Everything, every year, something happens. We're like bad luck, yeah. honestly. So one of my teammates was diagnosed with cancer, and it was really bad. It was he like in his brain. Brain the surgery. Brain fluid. He can't play hockey anymore. So we, uh, so we did a benefit for him, made him T-shirts. It, it was sick. He was wow. there. Hashtag Coulter's a beaut. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. It was cool. Wow. That's amazing. That's beautiful, though. The, I mean, the, yeah, it just shows so much of the hockey family, the hockey community, you know, and just speaks so truly to who, who you guys are. It's wonderful. Well, and we want to try to, like, morph the Miller show into, like, because it's, like, alumni, essentially, for his team. Like, it started out with a three-on-three tournament, and then we just changed it into, like, an alumni versus, like, current players for his um, school. So right. we kind of want to, like – Somehow morph it into like a Spartans alumni something weekend. Right. We just can't say no. Like, yeah. We like put it on the list. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> like we're flying into Chicago and then going up to like driving up to Wisconsin and like she's like, Well, we should do an event while we're in Chicago. It's like <laughs> we just can't fucking stop. <laughs> can't stop, won't stop. Spartan Nation. Right. That's how it goes. <laughs> And also in news this week, um, this is Pride Month, and yesterday uh, the NHL celebrated Pride Day. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's uh, they they have the hashtag Hockey is for Everyone, and uh, that's something we really endorse. I just think it's a beautiful thing that um, that they're doing. Oh yeah, I was because I follow them on Instagram, you know, and so they they were getting some kind of rude comments, I'll say, and they were they were pretty on top of those comments about yeah. you know you know sticking to their guns. Hockey is for everyone, so. Absolutely. No ifs, ands, or buts, or exceptions. Hockey is for everyone, and uh, we endorse that. There's no reason that anyone should not be having the exposure to our beautiful, wonderful sport that we all love so much. So stick to the NHL for doing that. We love that. Yeah, and, and I'll definitely have to shout out um, an organization out of Chicago, uh, the CGHA, the Chicago Gay Hockey Association. Um, we've been friends with them for, for years. Uh, they, they play uh, in different men's leagues in Chicago. I've subbed in a couple times on a couple of their teams. Just, just great. Yeah. Just, just great, great people, great organization. Definitely. Um, you know, our listeners check out uh, their website and Facebook and and all that stuff. They do a lot of cool stuff for the community and and it's it's very including of, of anybody that, that would like to play. And they've got a really good Christmas video. So look for that. Yes. That's a treat. That's a treat. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Big stick taps all around. So coming up today, Spartan Nation, we've got a belter of an interview. We talked to two former Spartans, both still involved in hockey. And um, Coach Bree, I was so inspired by this conversation with both of them. I Two sterling young men. And um, can't wait to kick it over to Logan Myers and Nick Paiucci. Uh, that's right, Spartan Nation. We're back on the line with two former Spartans two sterling young men, and we're ex- excited to talk to Logan Myers and Nick Paichi. How are we doing, fellas? Good. Doing great. It's a beautiful Saturday here, so uh, could be worse, but yeah, it's great. Beautiful Saturday where? Oh, in uh, Oregon, Ohio. Uh, it's definitely not Oregon. So uh, <laughs> yeah, it's Oregon, Ohio. It's just east of Toledo. So Yeah, before we go on, we were talking yeah. about, um, so I'm from a small town in Wisconsin, Evansville, Wisconsin. And there's a town right next door called Oregon, Wisconsin. And then we call the state Oregon, Wisconsin. And then to even kind of throw a little bit more to the story, when I tried out for the Spartans, I actually tried out in Oregon, Wisconsin. And yes, so that's kind of strange. 
yeah, there's that battle there when I went out when I went out west. Uh, I had to correct my wording a lot because uh, I always want to say Oregon, and well, I got a lot of flack for it. A lot of people corrected me; it's Oregon out there. But uh, for the record, I did look it up. Uh, I want to say it was when Don Hurley had me on the radio. Uh, I had to clarify that the city of Oregon, Ohio, was founded before the state of Oregon or Oregon. Sorry, so, uh, <laughs> just for. Yeah, just for the record there. Jeez, and you, didn't, know, didn't know you were a big history guy. Yeah, I didn't either. Google, that, that Google machine. There you go. And Nick, where are you reporting to us from, man? I'm in Buffalo, New York. Uh, nice. Pretty nice today, you know, good change of weather. Right. Yeah, it's, it's hot out here in Southern Oregon, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah, so we're really excited to have both you guys on. You uh both both uh served some time in the black and gold out here in uh in Spartan Nation and want to talk about that want to talk about what you've been up to since both of you guys have just taken it all the way up uh from from your time as a Spartan till now and really want to just get into it you know so happy to be talking to a couple of former Spartans here a couple of alums and just wonderful to have you guys on so uh why don't you just talk a bit about your time in the black and gold sure Logie you want to start yeah I'll start um so yeah, I had a good buddy of mine mention that uh, tryouts were actually coming out here to Troy, Michigan, and which is close to me, about an hour and some change north. So I was like, you know, and I kept seeing these these videos uh, online, and uh, and it was just like a perfect recruitment video back in like from 2011, 2012. I, I was like, this place I want to be. Yes. I still use that video. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's great. Like, I, I used to sit in my basement and show my friends, like, this is where I want to be. Like, this is where I want to play the madhouse. Like, look at it. And they were all like, well, too bad so far. I would go to come visit you and watch, but no, I mean, yeah. And basically, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it grabbed my attention. Um, it was a great organization at the time. And, and, um, and the recruiting, like I said, they came out here just super easy for me to pop up there. Um, it was kind of like, uh, my two buddies were going there. So, um, you know, coach wanted me at the time. So I was like, it was a no brainer for me. I talked my parents into, uh, you know, pushing out that money for me to go out there and, and, um, I begged them for so long and put my work in and, and it paid off. So, um, but yeah, I was there for that one year. Um, and you know, it was a great year. It wasn't the year we'd wanted. I don't believe we made playoffs that year, unfortunately. Um, but yeah. And then I was telling Pags earlier on the phone that, uh, we had coach Cole as our coach the second year and I was sitting in this room I am right now. And I got a phone call. And I had to tell my parents, hold on. I walked outside and I, I was like, I don't know this number. And Coach Cole was on the phone. And basically, long story short, he's like, he's called me Logie. He's like, Logie, I saw your video. Saw your like playing video online. Um, he's like, I really think that all you were looking for is an opportunity and I'm here to give it to you. And like I said, again, it was a no-brainer. So I signed that paper that day and 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 I was ready to go back out there for a second year. And that's where I met this beauty uh, Pags right here. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my story, my story is pretty different. So I'll actually get right in, like go into it. And I really wanted to come on this podcast to share this story for players, you know, who are thinking like, yeah, maybe junior hockey is not the route for me, or maybe I should go right to college. I'm going to tell you, I played junior hockey when I was 16. I played in the the GOJHL. Um, After that, I was on a horrible team. We had a rough year, but I just learned the ropes, learned junior hockey. Then I went to go. Then I went back to my high school, played high school hockey. Um, I don't regret doing that. We won a state championship. It was a great time. I won a state championship with my buddies. Like, can't take that away. Yeah. But then after that, 
it was like, hmm, like I had offers and to uh, the AJHL, it doesn't exist anymore. It's the EHL now. Um, I had a prep school offer to go play like a, a year after high school there. And I decided to stay home and go to school and take that route. And it was, it, it was more of the uh, like uneducated factor of it. Like I didn't know, I, I knew jun- what junior hockey was. And I knew like, it's a step, but I didn't really know like to the magnitude of all the different leagues out there. So what I did, I ended up going to school, hated it, went to college as an 18 year old, was not ready for it, was not prepared for college. So I went there, didn't do good at all. I ended up going to another school, went there, played a year and it was like, it was terrible hockey. It was dog shit club hockey, but it wasn't ACHA. It was like ACHA D3 below, like it was horrible. <laughs> So it was really bad. And I played there and like, I would get kicked out of games. I'd have like three, four points. It was, it was a gong show. So, and then like, I wasn't doing great. Personally, I was going through some things. Um, it was my last, it was, what is it? I was there for like a year and a semester. And then I was working in Buffalo at a hockey, a, um, like a hockey school. It was called high performance hockey development. We did like treadmill training and, um, off ice stuff. So I was working there and, uh, Dave Cole actually knew the owner of that place who I was working for. And I went into work one day and I was like, listen, like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Like I'm failing classes. Like it was the end of the semester. Like, why don't you go play juniors? I was 20. This was my final year I had to go play. Long story short, I went home that night and I was like, mom, I'm going to Oregon. She's like, she's like, no, you're not. I was like, did you want to bet? And I booked, I booked a plane ticket, had my sister's friend drive me the next morning to Rochester because it was the only place I was flying to Medford. Flew out of Rochester, was in Oregon that night. Best decision I've ever made. Wow. Um, yeah. When I, when I got to Oregon, everyone opened me with, welcomed me with open arms. Um, super tight locker room. Like everyone was, everyone was super tight and, it was just, the, it was the best time I've ever had. Um, and I'll, and I'll say this cause I know on the last podcast, someone was like, you know, you were talking about that advisor who was telling you, um, about like, Oh, you know, you guys don't send people D one, blah, blah, blah. If you're going to play junior hockey to go D one, you're not playing junior hockey for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. I played and in Oregon, in Oregon, it was, it was just like, it's an experience you'll, you'll never forget. And playing in the madhouse in front of those fans, you can't beat that. So, yeah, but I just want to tell my story. So I know that was long-winded. I'm sorry. No. No, you're good. You're good. Pags, no. I so I didn't know, how, Marco, I didn't know how deep you wanted me to go. But yeah. basically, like, after him talking about that, I didn't even know that was his story, like, his exact story. Yeah, no, not a lot of people know that. Right. But, I mean, I, yeah, I played, I played high school for four years. I didn't play a single year of travel hockey. I played house until I was in high school. And I don't know if you call high school hockey around, you know, the Toledo area, like travel, but I didn't play travel until I went to UT. I begged my parents to go to Bowling Green State University for their club D2 team. They told me it was too much money. Um, so they pushed me off the UT. I went and played club there. And we actually had a really good team, but kind of the same play with Pags here is I was 18 years old, fresh out of high school. And I, I mean, the, it, to be honest, the party scene kind of took over me. Like, and I stopped, I stopped doing so well in school and, you know, wrong scene did, uh, like did terrible with my grades, got on the party scene or whatever. And then, um, talked my parents into it. I 
basically used my experience as like ammunition towards them to let me go and, you know, down the road, continue my education after playing two years of juniors. Cause I went in when I was 19 um, and took a while, but I mean, they're, they don't regret it. And, you know, I'm, I thank them every day for putting up, you know, flying me out there, paying all my, you know, my, all my bills, basically my billet fees, all that stuff and taking care of me. And I mean, you know, now it's like, I look back, I'm like, I'd love to go back, but look what it afforded me now. You know, I got a great degree. Um, you know, I worked for an NHL team um, and, you know, I couldn't be happier. So. That's yeah, wonderful. And, and I, we, we all share the, the same thing, right? Um, if I would have went into college right after high school, man, I would have filled out <laughs> for first semester. I, just, I didn't have the maturity. I was sick of school. High school is just kind of a, a drag to, to go to every day. And, and taking three years of, of gap years, I think, you know, like my, my grandparents were a, a huge like stickler to like, what are you doing with your life? You know what I mean? And I think now, you know, that they see that, you know, I have a bachelor's degree, I have a master's degree, you know, I have that this company, you know, we, we own this company, it's our baby, you know, we're, we're doing well for ourselves. Uh, they would now say, you know, that was, you know, your path, that was the best decision for you. So it's kind of crazy that all three of us kind of had the same, um, you know, we needed some time away from school to go back and, and to, and to do well in school. And so I want to kind of talk to you guys about college. So Logs, you went to uh, Adrian? Yeah, that was where I ended. But yeah, I went to Adrian. Did, did you win a, a natty? I didn't play. So I tried out for the so, – so when I, I committed from Southern Oregon, I committed to a small NCAA Division three program in New Hampshire, in Nashua. I played, I played literally one game. And, uh, and I enjoyed it, but uh, you know, I, I didn't really agree a lot with like, the coaching and – to be honest, like no offense, New Hampshire, but I hated the area. Uh, people were really mean out east. I, I noticed that, so I didn't, uh, you know, driving, you know, everything like that. So um, I only uh, went there for like six months. Basically, that was a perfect thing for me because I boosted the crap out of my GPA in those six months um, with that bad year I had at Toledo University of Toledo. And so it helped me get into Adrian, and basically Adrian was like matching the tuition and, and with the grades and everything. It worked out perfect, but. To be honest, at that point, like after having the bad experience, I was kind of just like, I'll go try out like for their D1 team and go skate with them and, you know, get the conditioning and stuff like that. But I honestly wanted to play for their D3, their D3 club team because I wanted to have fun, enjoy hockey. Um, I loved the coach, um, the coach I had skated with over the summer. So he was like, hey, if you ever need a fallback plan, I'm here. Um, you know, he was a great guy, treated me extremely well. So I had, it was a no brainer for me just to go enjoy hockey again and, I was kind of burnt out at the time, to be honest. And but like, I don't regret it. I don't regret it one bit. But yeah, I played for their D3 ACHA team. They're actually D3 ACHA team like a couple years or a year or two before I got there. They had two of them, which was really weird. There was a black and a gold team. Yeah. yeah. There were two. We were in two different conferences and like a West and an East conference. And the gold ended up winning the Natty the one year. But so, but then while my time at Adrian, those four years, uh, last year i think last year or the year before i can't remember the d1 program won natties at the rink that i now work at basically they won it wow. at, in columbus's practice facility wow yeah so yeah i played for robert morris and my freshman year which was 2013 2014 we played adrian division three in the frozen four end up losing to them and they went on it and won the ship that year that was their gold team yep that was yep. a third straight ship. So I didn't know if, if you were on. Oh yeah, they did. They did that. I forgot they did a three P. I totally forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. 
yeah. I know yeah. a lot of guys on that team. So. so was that your coach then? The was that no, there there was two different coaches, and um, Coach Sunday was on the other on my team. I don't remember who. I wish I remembered who actually was the coach of that team that year or those those three years. But um, I had that, a handful of buddies flashing their rings around to me. So that guy's a dick. So we go. Oh, we, <laughs> we lost in the in the frozen floor, right? And we're all defeated and whatever. The guy shakes our hands at the end with two rings on his hand. What a douche. That's a power move, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, it is a, I'm going to do some research after this. I need to know now. I'm going to even look it up while we're on here. So. Yeah, that guy's an idiot. Oh, man. <laughs> That's he said 2013, 2014 year. Was that, that was yeah. the year you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Right, I'm going to have to look it up. Um, I'll get back to you on that one. Yeah. <laughs> and Nick, how about you? What was your uh, kind of experience kind of post, post-Spartans into college and after that? Yeah, so post Spartans, I committed to Lindenwood University, uh, Belleville. So they have two campuses. They have their main campus, and then they have a campus. Um, it's on like the border, of Illinois and Missouri. It's no longer a school, actually, but my degree's from Lindenwood, so it's still valid. Hey, same uh, here. Same here. My school doesn't exist here. Exactly. So um, no, it was great. So I went to Lindenwood, Belleville. Um, we were ACHA Division Two, but. We were trying to like veer into ACHA Division One. First year I went there, our team was our team was amazing. Um, I would think we went like twenty nine and four or something. And sixteen of our games were against ACHA D one teams, and another sixteen were against ACHA D two teams. So we had like played a really good schedule. Um, ton of fun. I learned a lot about myself in college. Like you know just being independent, like being going to Oregon was my first step in kind of like being independent and like doing things on my own, stuff like that. So transitioning into college, Oregon was huge for me, even though I was only in Oregon for like three months, but still huge for me. Um, my second year in college, I got hurt. So I chipped the bone in my elbow. So I was out for like three months and then came back at nationals, had a really good nationals. Um, and then my last year, I had the option to like try to finish early because you know, I went to two schools before this. So, you know, trying to graduate in five and a half years here. Um, <laughs> so, so I went, so I uh, went in my coach's office and I was like, you know, like, um, how can we do this so I can graduate in December? Because I only had a half a year of eligibility left. So I couldn't play the next half of the year. So I didn't want to be in school if I wasn't playing, like, and if I can graduate early and start my life. So he kind of like sat down with me. We figured it out. I ended up graduating in December and um, yeah, no, it was great. My time there was awesome. And actually my last year there, uh, I recruited Cam Cito. I helped recruit Cam Cito to come play for us. Wow. So, so Spartan. Um, yeah, he was great. So yeah, we were just talking about uh, the Cito boys uh, right before we started recording as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. They, they were good players. Yeah. Definitely. Well, so coming up to the time, fellas, uh, I'd like to talk to both of you guys about what you're up to today, because um, it's really exciting. Your path um, that, you know, winded a little bit through Sparta, you know, both of you guys spent some time here. And, um, you know, it's wonderful hearing about the, the college experience. I'm so inspired by both of you guys' uh, stories, you know, and approaches. So just talk to me about kind of what you're both up to today. Sure. So present day, um, I'm working. So I got home from school like two weeks after I got home. I got a job working at Geico, um, auto insurance company. They sell home insurance too. So I was in auto service for a while at Geico. Now I'm selling homeowners insurance. Uh, so I'm moving my way up in that company. 
Um, just bought a house, actually. Moving on. Congratulations. Uh, close, thank you. Close on uh, July 6th. So that's what I'm doing. And now I'm coaching. I'm, I'm still involved in the game. I'm coaching um, in the GOJHL. Last year, I coached the Buffalo Regals. A uh, ton of fun. Learned, learned a ton. Uh, it's definitely different from the other side of the ice, but I love it. I love giving, like, telling players my story, uh, kind of helping them get to the next level. And this year, I'm going to be working with the 40-year meteors in some capacity. They're they're also in the GOJHL, so I'm really excited for that. Learn under you know new people, people who have more experience than me coaching. Ultimately, that's what I want to do, right? I want to get in, I want to stay in the game as long as I can in whatever way I can. So. Yeah, that's what I'm doing present day. So that's just enjoying life, taking it a day at a time. That's wonderful. Just moving on up and staying close to the game. And yeah, congratulations on the new house and everything else, man. That's wonderful. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Logs, how about you? Logs, you're on mute, buddy. Come on, figure it out. <laughs> yeah, basically after school, I came back home with no idea where I was going to work, what I was going to do. Um, the sports industry is super, super tough to get into. Um, cause everybody wants to do it. So, um, I looked for a long time, did a couple interviews, I interviewed with Na- NASCAR, uh, with, uh, Michigan international speedway for their sales team. I uh, didn't get the job interviewed with, uh, Jacksonville Iceman. Uh, didn't get the job interviewed with the Detroit Red Wings. Didn't get the job. Thankfully they were my favorite team growing up. So um, I actually didn't want to, you don't want to work where you like, you know, kind of go for like a little like getaway. But, um, but then um, right after I got done interviewing with uh, Red Wings, I got a call from a Blue Jackets HR and it was the best phone call of my life because it changed me, changed my life completely and um, moved down to Columbus and now I'm doing sales. Um, so like group sales, group outing, stuff like that, uh, season tickets, um, suites and everything along those lines for the Blue Jackets down in Columbus, Ohio. So like I mentioned, I think earlier, um, I like, okay, I, I kind of got a little burnt out playing, but I always knew I wanted to be around the game. And, mm-hmm. uh, and a big thing I learned, um, in life is, especially in the working world is you want to be, you want to do something that you love to do every day. You love to walk in to do, and you know, what better thing to do than to walk into an NHL rink. And yeah. <clears throat> every day at like probably between like 10 30 and 11 30, the, the boys are always out there. So I get to take a little break from my desk and watch them do their like pregame skate or even just practice. And, you know, I go down by the ice, I can do whatever. And, um, there's a lot of cool things that we get to see behind the scenes, um, before they actually do like at the all-star game this year, you guys know how they're shooting those pucks, like from really high up, like trying to make yeah, it. Right. Um, I got to watch, um, Boone Jenner, Josh Anderson, and a couple other blue jackets practice from like the <laughs> upper, like deck area, uh, in wow. nationwide arena in Columbus. And it was, we were just like sitting out there like watching and, but we weren't allowed to take like any Snapchats, like anything, cause it wasn't allowed to be like known, I guess at that point. So just little uh, key things like that, you know, like I'm doing sales, the the route for, for me is what I learned in um, doing sports management in school was you got to start in ticket sales. That's where everybody starts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I see the route that a lot of my, you know, my peers, my coworkers are taking and um, I've been doing that for, it'll be a year in, on August 26th, we'll be my year with the Blue Jackets. Um, so usually between six to 12 months, they usually promote you up to, you know, it could be the group sales side of things, it could be service where you're servicing all your season ticket holders, stuff like that. Or, and then, you know, from there on, you go up to the executive level. And, you know, a lot of times, like they, they just try to develop you within the organization, but, you know, it, it doesn't always mean you're going to stay with them. They just try to develop you to be a better, 
sports, uh, you know, like salesmen or whatever you want to be, I guess, um, just be better in the sports industry. Cause they'll even, I have a lot of people that went and did, you know, they're in the NBA now, you know, they're in the, they're doing golf, like a bunch of different things. Um, and fortunately, I actually have two other buddies that are working. I grew up playing hockey with one's working for the Blackhawks and one's working for the Carolina Hurricanes. So, um, so sports industry is great connections everywhere. It's great. And like I was talking to Pags earlier, like biggest thing with the Spartans is we have connections all over the freaking world now. I mean, we want to go to Sweden, got to pay for the plane ticket. And I got, I got used to Saldine. I got, um, Anton Ivehead out there that would gladly give me a home for a week or a couple yeah. of days or whatever it is. And, um, and same thing with the, the U S and Canada. Like I visit, you know, that one of my best buddies, Mac Wood, um, lit it up for the Spartans. Like he was a great player, was actor, went to Buffalo state. I, I traveled up to see him. He's in uh, Simcoe, Ontario, which is like five hours north of me. So, um, just the connections, like I said, it, it stems, you know, it starts with, you know, where we started with hockey like that. And then I mean, now I'm in the sports industry and I have friends from hockey working in the NHL, like around me. So. Yeah. And just to, just to build off that too, like our coach, Dave Cole, like I talked to him once a month easily. Like I was working for him with gladiator sports. He was Gita's player advising. I was working under him for a little bit. Like he helps me get players. We talk, he he's become like a mentor to me. So I, I mean, I'll be ever forever thankful for him, but yeah, and I met him because of Oregon. So uh. it's beautiful. And I love what you're, what you're both saying about the network of just kind of, these were the peers, the boys you came up with. And now, you know, everyone's kind of doing different roles, you know, but still close to sports, you know, and that's, that's wonderful. And, and Lowe's, I love what you said about, you could, you could just get a, a plane ticket to, to Stockholm and you'd be fine. You know, you wouldn't have to, to there's no hotel. You, you got family, you know, you got buddies there. So what a beautiful. Oh, yeah. F- funny story. So uh, my first day in Oregon, I get told who I'm playing with and we go out for practice uh, we're doing line drills. I, I don't even, I haven't even said hi to my two line mates. Like they're both Swedish. Don't barely spoke a lick of English. <laughs> so, so we go down whatever. Like we, we had good chemistry right off the hop, right? We score a goal. They start yell, screaming at each other in Swedish. I get back to the bench. I look at someone. I'm like, what the hell are they saying? Like, why are they mad at each other? They're like, yeah, this shit happens all the time. Like, they just freak out at each other in Swedish. I'm like, what the fuck did I get myself into? <laughs> Swedes are the no, nicest I, guys in the freaking world, though. They are yeah, just they, down they, to earth yeah. people. Like they, they ended up being like my best friends in there. Like uh, they live with Cheryl. I was at Cheryl's house all the time. <laughs> oh, big up Cheryl, yeah. always. But, Actually, it's shout, out, shout out Cheryl. <laughs> yes, Cheryl's birthday today. Yep. We gotta give her a shout out here on the podcast. Yeah. Happy birthday! Hey, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, uh, guys. Like. You know, with, um, you know, a big part of, I wouldn't say a big part of playing for the Spartans, but a, a very um, good good thing or, or good experience, you know, if you do come to Oregon play is, is obviously the crowd and, and, you know, signing autographs and doing all that stuff. Now, can you guys kind of speak towards, um, you know, kind of feeling like a, a hometown celebrity and, and, you know, being on the news and on the radio and, and stuff like that? Um, I'll give, so my first year there, uh, me and my buddy, he was a 17 year old. I was 19. So I like kind of took him out of my wing. He's bigger than I was. His name is Jake Emerson. Um, he's a defenseman. He, him and I went to the mall. I don't know why, right. For something like video games wise or shoes or something dumb. But, and we walked in and I wasn't playing a lot, but like if these kids like ran, we, okay. We did walk in with our, <laughs> um, but these kids like ran up to us and we're just like, 
like their parents were like, oh my gosh, but yeah, you walk in like, like a lot of places. And um, I mean, that's closest to a celebrity I've ever felt. So being in Medford in general. Amazing. Yeah. The first, the first time I went out in the lobby to sign autographs, I was, I was confused. I was like, what the hell do people want my autograph for? I'm some scrub from (laughs) Buffalo. Like, you know, like, but it was awesome. I never felt like that, that type of like, you know, you feel like a celebrity, honestly. And it, it just makes a lot of sense. Like, you know, that team, is the community and that's why when when you guys took over the team like i know i reached out to dylan right away i was like man like thank you like you know it was it's just awesome thing you guys did taking over that organization and the way you guys have this going on the right track even just this podcast alone like you guys are so advanced like way more advanced than most tier three junior teams in this country so no you guys are doing an unbelievable job honestly thank you i have I have one more thing I want to touch on before we go anywhere, just cause sorry, I'm kind of, I took over that one, but um, I want to, I want to mention big time um, how important, and I know you guys do a lot of it on social media, but I want to mention how the Spartans would never be a thing if you didn't have such amazing families taking these kids from all across the world under their, under their wing. And I have to shout out my bill parents because I was a, I came in with a kid from, Sylvania here, like right outside of Toledo. And he was supposed to be their permanent billet. I was just the kid staying there. because we went early to train with Mike Ross and I was supposed to be the guy that found a different home. And Kevin and Renee, Wilkie, they both opened their home to me. They said, you know what, we're going to take two this year. Um, and it played out that, you know, uh, my buddy that I lived with, he ended up coming, staying back home at the halfway point. And I went back and, um, and then the following year, I went back with Kevin and Renee and they, uh, I mean, they're like my second parents. Now I talk to them every week. You know, I FaceTimed them last week when I was on the beach in South Carolina. Like they're, they're my, my best friends and my, my parents and like my second parents and the same. So, um, give them a shout out. And then all the other billets too. Like I, you know, we go over there, hang out with them. And, um, it was just, like I said, that organization wouldn't be a thing if you didn't have such amazing people behind it, helping out in that aspect too. So, yeah, no, for sure. And building on that too, like, when this year when I was coaching, um, we had some kids who needed billets. Finding billets is not easy. Like it is very, very difficult to get people to bring someone into their home and finding good billets is even harder. Some people take billets in, you know, thinking it's going to be a paycheck. And then once they realize it's not, they just, you know, they don't want to do it anymore. So, I mean, and I think Cheryl, I think Cheryl said it on the podcast. She was like, yeah, it pays for toilet paper. Yeah. It's like, it, it's true. Like it really does. I mean, you're literally bringing a teenager into your home. You know how much a teenager eats? Like, yeah. Like, Especially yeah. a hockey playing teenager. It's crazy. But, right. Yeah. But th- for the people who do it, I mean, like it doesn't go unnoticed. Everyone's super thankful for it. Like you need that in junior hockey and Southern Oregon has it to a T. They have that figured out. Nick, who did you live with? Uh, I lived with the Stewarts. Um, they, I don't think they, they don't build it anymore. I don't think actually. I think uh, that was the last year they did it was with us. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they were great. They were amazing. They weren't home all the time, but they always had food for us. Uh, mm-hmm. Super nice. Came to our games. Like we had our own spot in the basement. It was nice. I lived with our goalie, so we had fun. And Nick, I'm I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> kind of the challenge of finding billets, and um, I would almost kind of like disagree with you because. In, in, and you guys know it firsthand in Medford, everyone wants a ticket to the game, right? Yeah. Everyone wants to see it. So 
yes, it, it is hard to find those, but we are, we are yeah. so lucky yeah. that, you know, I'm not going to say that we have builds lined up through the door, but I couldn't tell you how many times we've been hit up like, hey, I want to be a billet fan. You know, mm-hmm. we, we don't really have to go out and search for them. And that just speaks to what a quality product mm-hmm. we have here, you know. Absolutely. If we were in, I don't know, Chicago or whatever. I mean, it would be so hard to, you know, even here down here in, in New Mexico, they have, they have a North American franchise here. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to tell people in, in a non-traditional market like, hey, do you want to open your house to some stranger <laughs> and you're not going to make any money off of it? Like, it's a weird concept, but like, it's so nice up there, the, the setup we have with, with the well, housing. And I will say that is a credit to like you guys, right? As former players, yeah. because if you guys were shitheads, that would right. get around. No one would want right. teenage boys to become stay in their house. Right. But because of guys like you who came and you were respectful and you made it fun for them and you have created these lifelong relationships, they want to keep doing it and then they tell their friends and then their friends want to do it and it's it's great and you guys there's a lot of um younger kids in these families too and you guys are role models and that's what parents want yeah yeah and how how good did you uh did you eat at <laughs> i'll tell you what that woman cooked some amazing concoctions like i'll get her white chicken chili i'll get that a big mm. shout out i love that i still need to make Ooh. that here she sent me the recipe but um, what about the I'm potatoes? telling you, she put different things together. The What's that? Potato. You remember the cracked potatoes? I probably had them. I, it doesn't stick out in my mind. Just the, I know what, like I said, white chicken chili, carne asada tacos. Um, I'll have to ask her about the, but I'm going to have to, I'm actually texting her right now. I have to ask her about that. But, <laughs> yes. um, but yeah, I'm telling you, she like, she'd take chicken like and bread it and cheese it. And it, oh my God, it was so good. Like some of the, just the random stuff was awesome. And, I mean, she'd make it, and me and my my roommate would always. I mean, obviously, we'd come home hungry. We're in the gym and playing hockey, so. Yeah, she's great. She, I, I go over there quite often for for dinner, so I I know cool. she. <laughs> I'm a repeat customer over there. <laughs> should we or should we go into the whitefish game, the whitefish series? Either oh, we could talk. We could talk about that. Yeah, how we uh yeah intimidated. Them. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. yeah. No, we had our team was crazy, so. <laughs> Yeah, this weekend we had we had Whitefish. Uh, there's a team out from Whitefish Montana. They're, they're no longer an organization, but uh, they came to Medford and we played them in a three game series. And night one, I think mean, we probably beat them by ten goals, and we just beat the piss out of them. Like they they didn't want to play Saturday. Saturday they showed up, maybe fourteen skaters. We probably started the weekend with twenty. Start of came came play with fourteen on Saturday. I think we probably injured like two or three that game too and then sunday sunday they write something in the paper and they were like this southern oregon team is just downright nasty like they're just you know not not even we weren't dirty we were just we had tough guys physical yeah yeah physical i mean we would just finish all our checks like if you want to fight somebody you're gonna fight five guys like it was it was we had a team so Sunday they write a paper, they write this story in the paper, like thinking like, you know, I don't know what they were thinking, but Dave printed it out, put it in the locker room. He was all fired up. He was like, he was, he was so like happy. We led the country in penalty minutes that year. <laughs> and, uh, and then Sunday they played with 11 guys and they had like five guys on the bench by the end of Sunday's game. 
<laughs> yeah, they weren't they weren't too big of fans of us at all. Actually, uh, one of the goalie for that that team that year, he I ran into him uh, at UT one night, and he was wearing like he's wearing like uh, Toledo hockey gear, and, and I ended up running into him I'm like, hey, like who'd you play for before? And he was like Whitefish, and then we were like, wait, and then we like knew each other because we played. Like I had, I had a pretty sweet goal. I didn't score very score very many, but I had a pretty sweet goal against him. So him and I hit it off, and. Um, and now we're like friends. We play Xbox together and um, stuff like that. But yeah, he's from British Columbia. Went to Whitefish and then ended up in Toledo, like my hometown. I'm like, I don't, I don't know how this works or how it happens, but it's pretty cool. Isn't that pretty bizarre? I mean, like, I could sit down with like any one of my like college teammates, and they would know someone that I played junior with or against. You know what I mean? Like, we're all yeah. connected. Yeah. It's crazy right. how it works out. Yeah. Wait, Logie, you, you remember you remember versus Whitefish? They had that one kid. He was actually a pretty good player. He would come on the ice like when he wanted to fight wearing a visor, and then when he didn't want to fight, he'd go back to the bench oh. and throw on a cage. Yeah. You remember that kid? <laughs> it was the most bizarre thing I've ever wow. seen in my life. He would, he would play half like half the game with the cage on, and then when he wanted to fight, he'd throw on a visor. Wow. Um, <laughs> I, I wanna, before I forget, too, I want to mention, I was talking to Pags about it earlier. Um, so with you guys, going to the USPHL, right? That's okay. Um, we were talking about travel situation for you guys. And I mentioned the PAGs, like my first year there, we had um, our longest bus trip was 26 hours and it was to um, Cheyenne, Wyoming. And Ooh. we, yeah, yeah uh, we, it was terrible, whatever, it was long. It was fun, it's all guys, you know, it, it could have been worse, but um, we showed up, got swept. And then, and their fans were the absolute worst. And so then we're like, all right, we're driving home and we're all thinking in our head, like, okay, we're going to die Monday. Like Mike Russ is going to have our head. He's going to kill us. And while our punishment actually ended up being, we had to hike, is it Mount Shasta? Oh yeah. I'm pretty um, sure that's one. Yeah, was it Mount? Yeah. Or no, no. no Mount McLaughlin. It was Mount yeah. McLaughlin. It was Mount McLaughlin. Yeah. So we had to hike Mount McLaughlin with like we had like backpacks full of like subway and stuff that we'd carry up to the top and eat it was five miles up five miles back and half the guys like all the way up like halfway up they were like everybody's dying and stuff that was our punishment for the day i couldn't feel my my legs at practice like the rest of the week like i mean that might be a daily thing for you guys to do now but like i've never half of us have never seen a mountain of light and it was just oh it was brutal but that was our punishment and ended up being like we got to the top and we're like this is the coolest experience ever and uh, it definitely whipped us into shape, but that was Mike Russ' uh, way to kick our asses. So <laughs> brutal, oh my God. <laughs> I mean, there's just yeah. nothing else out here. But no, we, we're not doing any 26. <laughs> <laughs> that is insanity. Yeah, Logan, we split that, it up. What was that hill? What was that hill we used to run? Oh, I, dude, I remember it. It's in my nightmares. Uh, Jacksonville oh, Hill. Jacksonville. Jacksonville Hill. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh we, yeah. The the first year we ran it, uh, it was so that's Mike Russ. Like that's where he's from in Jacksonville. Um, you guys still use him, or does he like does he help you guys, or is he not around anymore? Or? No, my my assistant coach handles all the off ice. Okay, oh. okay. Well, so this guy, like, he, I mean, big fitness guy, great guy, love him. He's you know super nice, and I knew what he was doing was like for a purpose to us. But yeah, the first time we ran it, my first year there. Um, we were walking away and he was the last one and we left like water bottles laying around. He's like, this is my home. And he was like, back up. And we had to literally, after we were dead, after we went up 10 times, we had to go up it again. Like, I don't remember how, how many times, but, but yeah, the following year I came back, we knew it was coming and we were prepared for it. And, uh, 
it's uh, <laughs> the hell of a training uh, technique. I'll tell you that. Right? Yes. Jeez. A little old school. <laughs> yeah. Like we, uh, I forget what happened, but we, we had something going on in the locker room. I think someone like spit on the floor and I found there or something like that. So do you know those um, U.S. cellular soccer fields? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. So I made him uh, do a 100-yard roll where you just have to roll for 100 yards. Oh. And it is the worst thing ever. I mean, it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But then they know, you know, like, well. Yeah. Coach is serious about this, and especially the, the room. I mean, I don't know how you guys treated your locker room, but, you know, everything has to be perfect every single day. I mean, that, that's your home. You really need to take pride in, in your stall and, and keeping everything nice and clean. Absolutely. Totally agree. Um, those U.S. cellular field, fields are perfect to have there. Oh, yeah. Like a great <laughs> training area for, you know, everything. And they're right there. I mean, they're yeah. right next door. Exactly. So, Nick, Logan, thank you guys both so much for sharing your stories today, for uh, just having this great, just great banter, man. It was a really wonderful conversation with both of you guys, and I'm so excited for uh, you guys' journey thus far, where you're at, what you're doing, and uh, where you're headed, you know, to infinity and beyond for both you guys. Yeah, I mean, thank you guys both. Um, you know, we love to be here. Uh, I think we're both relatively pretty big talkers, so, you know, like I said, invite us back. We'll be back on, no doubt. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Thank you for having us. You know, um, you know, anytime I could share my story, Logan could share his story. We're just helping people. And, you know, that's really ultimately what we're trying to do, just help people. And I mean, not trying to sell the Spartans. You don't really need to sell the organization. It's just, if you're thinking about going to play in Southern Oregon, go play in Southern Oregon. I would tell anybody that. Absolutely. We endorse that message to the fullest. <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you so much. Have a great rest of the summer. We look forward to seeing you here in uh, Southern Oregon. Doors open always. Thank you, guys. Wow, Coach Bree, that was an amazing conversation. Um, two absolute beauties, you know? Just, what can I say? Amazing. They were so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, they were awesome. And actually, Nick just messaged me. I don't know. Do you want to read that? Yeah, so Nick just messaged Dylan, and it says, that was awesome. Thanks for having me on. I know I didn't play in Oregon long, but any chance I can tell my story, help others and promote the organization that guided me in the right direction, I'll do it. I appreciate it. And that to me, like says it all, right? He said in the interview, he was only there for about three months, but if something like that is so like has such a big effect on the rest of his life, that's what we're doing. That's what we're here for. That's what Dylan and I wanted to be involved in. Yeah. Right. And it's almost like, this is getting long-winded, you know what I mean? Like, like to explain this like over and over and over again. But you know that is the theme of this podcast, especially you know in the summer. Is you know we're we're, we're on the human level. You know, right. We're not on hockey coach level right now. You know, right. No X's and O's or anything like that. But yeah, they they have some awesome stories, and you know they'll definitely be back on. Yes. They'll definitely make Certainly. trips to Medford, and yeah, it was great. I mean, they already said they were like win in like a couple weeks yeah. <laughs> they're ready to come back yeah. they got more to say <laughs> renee's cooking will keep him coming back for sure that's uh, <laughs> an offer too good to refuse <laughs> <laughs> well moving on we also had some uh, other exciting news um for former spartans players namely dalton cheney yeah yeah we're, we're really excited to announce that um one of our former players dalton cheney uh will be signing a, a pto for the uh, Watertown Wolves in the Federal Hockey League. So he's going to have a chance to, uh, to to become a pro player, and that's kind of what his goal was all year. Um, you know, he, he's a tough kid. He's 
he's an agitator and uh, he, he's going to do just, just fine in, in that league. And, you know, he's uh what was that player? He, he said he, yeah, he wants to be like a Madrona. He wants to be like a McGinla. Um, yeah. you, know, he, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're, we're really excited for Dalton because he kind of played a different role and he's, he's kind of like the last of a dying breed, right. In junior hockey, like he'd get out there, he knew when to fight, he was willing to fight, but he picked his points and he was just really good at his job. And on the phone the other day, he said something that I was like, yep, he gets it. He said, you know, if I come off the ice and I didn't draw a penalty, I didn't do my job. Or yeah, like yeah. if he came off off the ice and didn't piss at least one person off, like he, he didn't do his job. Yeah, um, and this isn't you know me you know forcing him to you know go out there and be a tough guy. And yeah, you see number two over there try to go him. You know that's right. that that's bush league. And and I told Dalton you know right after we picked him up because I knew he was a tough kid. I said I'll never ask you to fight. You know, and I'll I'll never ask a player to fight. That that's his. Um, that, that's his brain that, that he's going to have to live with. And, you know, that, that's up to the, the player, you know, yeah. that's not, the coach. so yeah, we're, we couldn't be more excited for him and, you know, we're, we're going to follow him through this process. And I told him I'll take my uh, 3% agency fee. <laughs> <laughs> um, but truly, you know, these kids will stay with us until they're done playing hockey and then into their careers. And, you know, we'll always be looking out for, they're stuck you know, with us forever. Yeah. You're yeah just, for life. <laughs> <laughs> way to go Dalton we're all, all celebrating all of us here at the Spartan Nation way to go we look forward to watching you thrive yeah and, and to kind of talk about you know what the fans can expect this year um, we kind of got our theme jerseys um, all lined up for the season so we are going to do uh, pink the rink um, we're going to do pink uh, theme jerseys and we're going to partner with uh, the hospital for that and have some of the proceeds go back to our cancer research so we'll do that in October um, in November, we're again going to do the military night uh, sponsored by Patriot Electric. Uh, we haven't seen the, the new military jerseys, but the ones that we had last year were completely They were so fun. And shout out for, to Wingman for that because Wingman came up with a really, really great design. Yeah, Wing, yeah. Wingman Sports handles all of our jerseys, uh, bags, and some other needs that, that we have. They're a great company to, to work with. Yeah. Shout out to Lee. He's, uh, he's the, the guy that I talked to over there. <laughs> And then in December, we're doing a really cool thing. We're doing Ugly Sweater Night. Yes. Ugly Sweater uh, jerseys to be raffled off. And I've seen one proof. I mean, they, they look phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, I am so excited about each of those themed jersey nights. And um, I, I can't wait to see the Ugly Sweater ones. Pink the Rink is always exciting. And last year, those military jerseys were just absolute fuego. There was uh, just so, so beautiful. And even the down to the nameplate on the back, which was uh, oh, yeah. in that same, you know, classic military style. There was such attention to detail, just really yeah. well done. And speaking of these new sick tarps, do we have any new players that might be dressing down in these? Drum roll, please. Absolutely. So I do apologize. I uh, lied last episode and said that this would be our last uh, announcement, but I did my math a little bit wrong. So we're actually going to be announcing players uh, on this episode and then uh, the next episode, and then, then we'll be all, all done. But I want to announce uh, two kids uh, coming down from Portland, uh, 203s. They're, they're best friends. Um, they're they're going to be roommates down here in, in Medford. Um, you know, they listen to the podcast all the time. Their parents listen to the podcast all the time. So they're definitely going to 
uh, hear this. Um, they they want to play. You know, their, their goal is to to play in the North American League uh, eventually, and then uh, go on to to college. So you know, they're they're young. They they have great potential, and we're we're excited to host them. Yeah, that is going to be wonderful to have both of them. Such a cool story as well. I'm I'm so juiced about the the squad we've got put together already for this year. This is wonderful. It's nice, right? Because we've got kind of a wide range of. We've got some veterans that are in their last year of junior hockey. They've been playing junior hockey for a while. We've got a bunch of O3s, actually. Yeah. So, um, But one of them's a returner, I will say. Yeah. So it's not like this is unheard of. You yeah. know, Mark Phillips is an O3. So we've kind of got a good range of things. And like you said, we've got stay-at-home defensemen. We've got two-way defensemen. We've got goal scorers. We've got, you know, yeah. it's, it's shaping up to be great. Yeah, and it's, it's going to be nice to – I'm just – every night when I go to sleep, you know, I think of – you know, all right, well, this, we're going to run a one-two-two two on this line, you know, the, our top lines, and then I want our third and fourth line to really surprise the, you know, our opponent and, and run right. a one-three-one, uh, different breakouts, uh, different face-off plays. And, right. you know, it, it's going to be, it's going to be fun as a coach to, you know, really be creative with, with the systems and see what, what works, what doesn't work. And, uh, yeah, we're just, we're excited for it. That's amazing. And I, I do love your, um, well, your tenacity with putting together the roster, but also your composition, you know, and how you're thinking about where do I want, what do I specifically want from this player? You know, what is, how are they going to be working in tandem with everything else? And I think it's wonderful that we have that, uh, that mixture and that, that composition and, you know, with your system just going into the next season, it's going to be unstoppable. Really excited about that. Yeah, and for training camp, I really want to do like a, a black and gold game, you know, like, like a preseason game. You know, maybe have the Oregon Ducks come down for, for a scrimmage or something. Um, but, oh, um, when we talked with, uh, with Logan and, and Nick, they, they brought up a really cool thing that when they were the Spartans, they did a, a scrimmage, kind of like a black and gold scrimmage. But they did it with where they're from. So it was Team oh. USA versus Team World, which right. was Canadians and the Europeans. I would have to do my math, but I think we can pull off something like that. We might be able cool. to, actually, yeah. 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 That would be a lot of fun. That is sweet. Well, Spartan Nation, thank you so much for joining on this uh, 10th episode of Inside the Madhouse. This is a, this is a little milestone. Uh, Stick Taps, Bree, and uh, Coach Tillin. This, is, uh, this has been a lot of fun. It has been. Yeah, it's been great every week. And like I said last week, now we are done for the week. Yeah. <laughs> it's dinner time, and tomorrow's Sunday. We're going to do a couple projects and relax and start it all over again on Monday. That's right. Absolutely. It's time to kick the feet up for now and uh, relax. And um, I'm going to get to editing here. I want to say big thanks to uh, Pags and to uh, Logs for, for coming out and talking to us today. We'll have to definitely have them back on. And just wanted to uh, say one more time how much I celebrate their time as Spartans, their path, and what they're doing right now, where they're going. I think it's absolutely beautiful. So to infinity and beyond, fellas, way to go. And until next time, Spartan Nation, keep in touch. Subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast on and make sure you share with a friend or two. Also, join us online, www.sospartans.com, at facebook.com slash Southern Oregon Spartans, on Instagram, at sospartans, and on the Twitters, at so underscore Spartan. Get involved, ask a question, leave a comment. We're all in this thing together. Till next time, stay tuned in. Coach Bree, thank you guys so much. Thank you. Bye. Thank you the Spartan Nation. Spartans, what is your profession? Thanks for hanging inside the Madhouse. Remember, subscribe and share so you always catch all the action. Keep your sticks on the ice and we'll see you next week inside the Madhouse.
get out of this shit. <laughs>